listening to the School Success Formula with me, Lucy Parsons. Welcome to today's show. Today we're talking about how to talk to your teen about revision. But just before I dive into what we're talking about today, I wanted to let you know that on the 2nd of December 2021, we'll be running a live Conquer Your Coursework Masterclass in the Extraordinaries Club. We'll have more information for you about how to sign up for it next week if you're listening to this when it's published. Um, But I just wanted to let you know so that you can bear it in mind. So it's a Conquer Your Coursework Masterclass that's all about how to do your very best in your coursework and that is happening on the 2nd of December 2021 at 7pm. Okay let's get on with today's show. We're talking about how to talk to your teen about revision. find that when you broach the subject of revision with your teen, you always end up shouting with slammed doors and sulks. If you're in this situation, you're definitely not alone. So many of the parents that we work with in the Extraordinaries Club and with our one-to-one coaching have feelings of intense shame because they think they're the only parents in the world who can't have a calm and productive conversation about revision. In this article, I'm going to share three key tips so that you can have better conversations with your teen about revision. So the first tip is to set expectations collaboratively. One of the big reasons that families have communication breakdowns over revision and homework is because parents and teens have different narratives going on in their heads about how things should be done and how much work needs to be done. While mum might be thinking, they haven't started revision yet and I can't believe they've left it so late, they're bound to be behind everyone else and what does this mean for their GCSE results, the rest of their education and their future? If they're not revising now, they're definitely going to end up poor and it will be all my fault. That might not be the exact narrative that's going on in your head, but for many parents I work with, there's definitely a narrative that's underpinned by both fear and anxiety about the future. On the other hand, many teens will be thinking something along the lines of, yes, I don't have any homework due tomorrow. I can get on the Xbox as soon as I get in and have a great evening. My mocks aren't for a month, so there's no urgency about anything. To be honest, if their marks aren't for a month, they might not even be thinking about them, let alone consciously putting the revision off for another day. So you can see that when mum comes home from work, finds her teen gaming and just about manages to curb the hysteria she's feeling to ask how their revision is going, that the conversation isn't necessarily going to go well. Both parties in the conversation are coming at the issue from very different perspectives. So how do you move to a more productive place? So when your teen is in a calm, relaxed and happy mood and they seem to be open to talking to you, it's the perfect time to raise the topic of how they work towards their mocks or final exams. First, 
it's a good idea to get an idea of what is going on in their heads about things like how much work is required over what period of time. This will show you what you're working with. Once this is clear to you, you can begin to talk about what that looks like in practice. Many of the members of the Extraordinaries Club find the advice that I give really helpful in mediating these conversations. For example, they can look at the advice in the Manage Your Time module about how much time should be spent on out-of-school study per week at both GCSE and A-level and how to plan this time. It's much harder for teens to get angry with you if the advice about how much to do and what that looks like in practice is coming from a neutral source. The objective of this conversation is to come up with a plan which both, which you both agree on that says, firstly, how much study they're going to do each week. Secondly, when this study is going to happen. And thirdly, how you as a parent can check in on them without being an annoying nag. And nobody wants to be known as an annoying nag, do they? Okay, so that's the first tip I've got for you to set expectations collaboratively. Let's move on to the second tip, which is to ask how they're feeling, not how they're doing. This is a very simple tweak that you can make to how you ask your child about their revision. Most parents will ask, how's the revision going? Or something to that effect. The trouble with this question is that it implies to your teen that what you really care about is their revision and ultimately what marks they're getting. So instead, you can ask the question, how are you feeling about your revision today? Most humans behave from an emotional place most of the time. Teenagers and children do this even more so because they haven't developed or mastered the logical part of their brain to the same extent as adults. Your teenager will definitely have feelings about their revision. They may not be feelings you want to hear about. You may just want to hear that all their revision is going just fine so that you can leave them to get on with it and relax after a demanding day at work. But... If your teenager feels comfortable sharing with you that they're bored by their revision, they feel overwhelmed by how much there is to do, or they don't understand a topic and are feeling very inadequate, which is impacting their ability to get on with their revision, you're going to have a much more productive conversation about it. When you listen to your teenager's feelings, you become their ally. When you ignore their feelings, you become their enemy. For example, if you know your teenager has had a blow to their confidence because they don't understand a topic and they think everyone else in their class has got it, you can help them by looking for resources on the internet that explain it in a way they can understand. This is much more productive than effectively shaming them because they haven't done any revision. So, the second tip is to ask how they're feeling, not how they're doing. The third tip is to praise effort, not results. 
In the same way that asking how their revision is going rather than how they're feeling about revision communicates to your team that you care more about their academic output than their well-being, praising results rather than the right kind of effort says the same thing. It can also have the unwanted impact of developing a fixed mindset in your child. So, if your child is finding a topic difficult, you could praise the fact that they asked for help. If your child has done well in a test, tell them that you're proud of them for making some flashcards and revising from them frequently, as you know this is what led to their good result. If your child has trouble concentrating, praise them for setting a timer for 20 minutes and focusing for that length of time. As we talk about in the Extraordinaries Club all the time, it's the right behaviours that generate the results, in the same way that going for three runs a week can turn you from a couch potato into a runner. Your role as a parent is to sympathetically encourage the behaviours that will lead to your child reaching their full academic potential. So the third tip is to praise effort, not results. So now it's over to you. Today I've shared with you three key tips to help you have better conversations with your teen about revision. They are firstly to set expectations collaboratively, second ask how they're feeling not how they're doing and third praise effort not results. Now it's time for you to go away and put these tips into practice. And if you feel you need any help with any of this, you're welcome to join the Extraordinaries Club. There are 10 study skills modules which teach your child how to organise and approach their studies so that they can succeed. And each module has special videos just for parents that offer advice on how to support your child to implement the things suggested. We also have parents-only and students-only coaching calls where you can come for empathetic advice to help your family succeed in the exam years with a lot less stress. If you'd like to find out more about The Extraordinaries Club, please visit theextraordinariesclub.com. So I hope you found today's episode helpful. If you want to look at the show notes and see the written version of this, you can find it at lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash teen talk. So that's lifemoreextraordinary.com forward slash teen talk. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and goodbye.